Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Talking Chill. I'm your host Ben and in this episode we're actually going to talk about cooking because my last episode, which I just recorded 5 seconds ago, uh, ended recording, was about me putting soup in a jar. Oh, you thought I was going to stop talking about that? No, it's an experience I've made and will forever stay with me. Me putting soup in a jar on the 21st of August 2021. It's going to be historical and hysterical. Children are going to learn about that in history books. I'm going to be alongside the great things. I'm going to be like the the foundation of America, the British Empire, the Roman Empire, and Ben putting soup in a jar. I am among the biggest people of the world, okay? Not from height, I'm pretty short, 168 centimeters, haha. Ben is fucking short. I'm still large, I'm still taller than Penguin Zero! Okay, I think it's a centimeters or something. Okay, so I don't care. Not like that matters or anything. Um, but yeah, in today's episode, we will be talking about cooking because I was gonna talk about passion, uh, things I enjoy. Uh, I'm gonna put some other music in. Uh, passionate. What? What the fuck? Passionate NFC. Because I'm gonna talk about passion, okay? I'm gonna need. Yeah, emotional orchestral music. That's, that's not gonna distract anyone, sure. Fuck yeah, that's okay. I hope you don't mind me swearing. Otherwise, I'd suggest you tell me to stop swearing because I don't wanna lose my follow. Just kidding, I don't care. Uh, I'm just doing this for a hobby. I want my friends to listen to this. Um, it's like DLC for my friends because I talk a lot. And if they listen to this, they're going to have more of me talking. But maybe there's some masochists out there. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. Cooking. Okay. I'm going to tell you about an important passion of mine that I developed some time ago. Actually, uh, a year ago. Pretty much. A little longer than a year and a month or two. I'm gonna tell you how I got into that, okay? Because my grandma likes cooking. My mom also, okay? And they cook. And sometimes too much. And we can't eat all that. But I don't want to waste anything. So one day I came back. From a day. My parents weren't home. And there was food. But I was like, okay, I'm not gonna microwave food, okay? I don't want to microwave this good food because the microwave is going to make it crusty as hell or something. Okay, I, I don't want to do that. That feels weird. So, what did I do? I put this bad boy in the pan. That's right. Put some oil in, put the ingredient, put, put the whole food in. Like, it was, I think, rice or something. Rice or some other stuff, right? Let's put it in the fucking pan, add some stuff. And then I was like, why don't I just add more ingredients? Like, what's stopping me? Because I'm the one eating that. So I can put in whatever the fuck I want. I, I could put my dick in. Okay. So I thought I was going to put some greens in, whatever. And, and some eggs, because eggs have lots of protein or some shit. And it wasn't that bad of an idea. And I could, you know, eat that. And without it getting spoiled, without it being crusty from the microwave, I could enjoy it. And more and more I started doing this because there was food and I was like, you know what? I don't want to just eat that because I ate this for the last two days because my my um, 
mom and my grandma just fucking love to make food in obscene amounts, which I inherited. Yes, I make my food in in, in obscene amounts, okay? You can't stop me, it's not illegal. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make something different from that. So I did that. And at the beginning, my food was shit. Every, like... When I tried to like when I tried to do something, it smelled like fucking shit. Okay, I I I'm so sorry to my dad who who was forced to eat that alongside me, even though I had to endure this punishment myself because I brought it upon myself. But hey, thanks to him, I I could like develop it shit. You know, I hope the music isn't too distracting. Holy fuck, that's actually a little loud. And. You know, this, I developed a passion from that because sometimes I just started making my own stuff. I didn't use the old stuff my grandma mom cooked. I used stuff I did myself. I just made some stuff up. And then from time to time I just started doing that more and more. And I had fun because I was free. I was in my zone. I just did something, I was cut off from everyone, I could clean the kitchen while that, and in the end I'd have a tangible result that I could not only touch and see, I could smell and taste it. Every sense of mine, except the hearing, was captured by that, by that result. But slowly I started to see that the result isn't actually what I was striving for. It was the experience. What, which ingredients should I use? What do I want to cook? Which kind of utensils do I use? It's all creative. It's all in your grasp. And when you have... My parents don't always buy the same stuff when they go grocery shopping. They often have some new stuff. So I just try some new stuff out. I take what we have there. We have potatoes. I put potatoes in. We have onions. I'm going to put onions in. And everything I add a new ingredient. It's always something new. Even if I cook ramen. It's never the same ramen. Hold on. Sorry, my grandma just... Okay, you're gonna have to witness all that because I'm not gonna cut that out. Fuck do I look? I do that for a hobby, not for not for a job. Um, but yeah. It's this creative liberty you have to put anything in you want. And because I have to eat it, I can do whatever I want with that. Even if it's gross, I eat it and I can do all the things I want. It's quite literally freedom personified. To find that in cooking is actually weird if I if you think about this. Cooking, right? You would think freedom you feel when you fly, when you drive, when you're outside, perhaps gardening. But most of the time... All these hobbies are restricted by rules. You have to water your plants a certain way. You have to take care of them a certain way or else they'll spoil. 
of course you have you can do whatever you want in that garden work with what you have but you can't dig endlessly deep you can't do everything you want like you can do in minecraft when flying you have to have some sort of license when you have someone that flies you then costs a lot of money when driving you have restrictions you have to follow rules you can't experiment a lot of things and you also have to earn a license for that and there are also other partici part participants most of the time you're not alone doing these tasks but when cooking I am with closed doors in my kitchen. I have some music in. My imagination is running wild. And I have all ingredients and I can add them however I want. I can experiment which kind of flavors and tastes I can appeal to and I can create. It's not just the simple flavors of sweet Hot, uh, what is it called? Hot? Uh, hold on. Spicy. So, sweet, spicy, sour, umami, salty and others. It's not just these. It's the combination of these. An apple doesn't always have to be sugar-coated. Uh, what? Uh, a cucumber doesn't always have to be salty. Indian food doesn't have to be super spicy to burn your tongue off. It can all be mixed and matched. And the more I'm cooking, the more I'm learning. I'm never getting bored of cooking because up until now, there was always something new to do, something new to experience. There are so many foods, even just from apples. There are so many different apples. They have so many different kind of tastes that can bring so many other flavors out. That can pair up with even more things and I can create so much more. I'm not just... I'm adding two ingredients and if I add more to that, then I have uh, more combinations and I can make even more and more and more combinations from that. Sure, sometimes you're afraid that you're gonna make something bad and it's gonna happen. It happened to me and that's totally okay. Um, sometimes, But that's how you learn. Perhaps there's something you learn from that that's important. I learned if you add an egg to something, this meal has to be eaten in that day because egg spoils extremely fast it's unbelievably fast to be quite honest you add egg and the next day it already smells bad so you have to finish it that day which is why when i cook ramen i add the raw egg or the eggs i cook later and i make only that much how much i'm gonna eat right now and i'm gonna add more eggs later on um, which is an important lesson I had to learn on the hard way when I wanted to eat my food. But it turned out it was spoiled and I had a tummy ache at work. So, yeah, maybe not take your riskier experiments to work or places that are important. Then another lesson I learned was after I unlocked all these other things and was that I learned how to mix and match different kind of flavors. I bought curry powder, Indian curry powder from my locally Asian store. It's called the Lotus store. Uh, it sells you anything from Vietnamese to Chinese, Japanese. Um, I don't know that many Asian countries to be honest, but it has many, many things you need. If it's, if, if it's Asian, it has it. If you don't find it, just ask. There are these 
the lady there is so adorably nice it's incredible she tells you how to cook something she doesn't tell you where it is she tells you how to use it what kind of different things you can do with that and all the things that are possible with that and you know more facts i'm gonna talk about her later and stuff and stuff like that okay but i bought curry powder and that curry powder was i put too much in the sauce i made a sauce from that i added some water and the curry powder obviously stirred it some bit and boom you have your sauce you have your curry but since it was my first time i um obviously messed up doesn't mean it you have to mess up if it's the first time but I certainly do it and do it a lot because I'm a little bit of a glutton and I like to add a lot since it's my own food. I can do whatever I want. So I added too much and what came was way too spicy for me. I may have brown skin, okay, and full on stereotypes buckle up. I can't eat dark, uh, sharp, no, hold on, spicy food. I can't. I am not able to do that, okay? For this, um, I don't know. Apparently, I'm fucking white from the inside, but just take it, relax, okay? It's just stereotypes. Anyone with any skin color can eat anything they want. There are lots of white people that eat spicy food and lots of dark-skinned people that don't, okay? It's just a stupid stereotype, but I like making f jokes with it because I'm allowed to do that and no one can stop me. Um... Back that, so I thought, okay, what things can mild down spiciness? And I thought a lot about that that day. And in the evening, I came back and put some cocos milk, cocos nuts, cocos, coconut milk in. Yeah, I put some cocoa milk in, okay, in the sauce and stirred it and. It came out perfectly fine. Still the same, pretty much, um, viscosity or whatever. And the same level of fluidity. But what I experienced was that not only was the spiciness milder, you could taste the umami within that curry, the meaty taste, or what you want to call it. Then, then the spice came and... It was a little spicy, but only enough to spark a jolt of joy on your tongue. And lastly, there was a super mild, a quiet tone of sweetness from the cocoa milk in the end. It was mild. There was sweet, but you could definitely say... It had a sweet undertone. And this mix match of three different kind of types was an incredible taste. I fell in love with my own food, which sounds weird since most artists are actually afraid of their own work or don't like their own work if it's finished. Especially, um, you know, artists that work with paint and brushes. And I consider myself... I think cooking is also an art in itself. Well, if you do somehow, I don't know. You can call it however you want. I don't judge there. And this gave me some more ideas. This sparked joy in me because 
now I was brave enough. I was bold enough. Since I saw, I saw my potential. I saw what I can do with all these different ingredients that were there in my grasp. Simply there, a result of our work together from the entire world. I had all these different spices, greens, vegetables, meat, um, everything in my grasp. And it all was put together for me to create art. And most of the time I don't even look at, in at ingredients, lists or recipes. I just see a certain meal and think, how do I recreate that meal? If I really struggle, I look it up sometimes. But most of the time, I made ramen from scratch. I have never ever followed a ramen recipe. I looked up once after my first few tries to look what I could also add there. But I went out, bought noodles for that. I had my own broth at home, although making your own broth from vegetables and meat is much more, it takes more time, but it's more rewarding. It's really, really tasty. I can only say that, but it takes several hours. And, and I went out to bought all these different, to buy all these different kinds of things. And I had them all there and I just put them in the pot and tried, okay, how much soy sauce, how much, how many noodles, which vegetables can I put in, which meat is the best, uh, do I put the meat in or do I stir it in the frying pan before that, and every time I can do something different, I don't have to always put the same thing in, of course, if I'm a cook for a restaurant, I have to do it the same way every time. Because the customer wants to be wants to have simply that meal and then go on, but I can mix and match everything how I prefer it, which is why it's so awesome. And another thing I like about cooking is that when you go out and talk to someone else who likes to cook, you have these passionate conversations where you say, "Hey, this is my favorite recipe, and I love to cook it that way, and do that, and this, and that," and the other person connects to that. The other person knows the passion you feel when it's hot in the kitchen and you're stirring the food and you know it's gonna come out awesome in the end. And you have that sweat and, and you dance and you're so happy in your zone and you cook something. It's simply just cooking. You're preparing a meal. But it's much more than that. It feels much more than that. And then sharing that love you have with others doesn't decrease it. It increases it. Every time you talk to someone else that loves cooking, you multiply your own love with that. Because you see how much a simple preparation of a meal that exists as long as we exist, uh, since we found fire, is still as much of a passion as it was back then. And it's always gonna be. And it is so awesome. I found someone who talked to me and t said they really enjoy to preparing different kind of meats and I love preparing different kind of soups and it's so incredible to see hey you can put that in and sometimes they throw such an incredible curveball at you with a creative idea you could implement in your recipes that somehow it changes your view of all things and I don't even really write recipes down I just make them from memory I know that I need certain broth 
uh, types for my ramen. I need a certain noodle type. I need certain vegetables that are always in that. Sometimes I leave them out for creativity and I put others in. But the, I have the base, which is my experience. Sorry. Not my brother, but the situation that I have to reconsider now my house in such a worry. Warum klopfst du nicht an, man? Anyways, anyways. Oh, now, now I'm totally out of focus. God damn it! This is fucking stupid. Just let me get in for a second. It's, it's just incredible to see how cooking can connect anyone cooking doesn't really include anyone or not include anyone cooking is a universal thing it is one of the most human things it's as much human as breathing dancing and loving everyone does it no matter who you are you have to breathe you have to love someone even if it's just yourself you have to eat and is what connects people meetings are made over eating dates are made over eating marriage proposals are often made after or during eating eating is such a substantial part of our world our culture and the way we live and do things that it never came to anyone. Anyone is the cook. cooking preparation of a meal for someone to not die of starvation can be as much as a patient, as much of an emotional journey, as much in the soul as putting paint. Putting your soul and effort, your tears, blood and sweat onto a painting. Creating your soul and making it visible for everyone. Just like that is food. Food is an art. Anyone can make food and anyone has a certain stamp. It will, it's so hard to replicate one to one to someone if you really love cooking. You, I can't something. Thing. I can absolutely taste that. I can see it and I can smell it. There are certain herbs that are used or not used. There are certain oils that are used and not used. Ingredients aren't shared or are shared. You can see if something comes from a certain family or from a certain person, if a person adopts something from another friend. You can see it. it's as much as recognition or as a fingerprint, as an art style. Or the breath of a person. Cooking is such an immaculate hobby. It's amazing. And if you really get into it. Which you have to be alone for that. For me at least. I am home. It's evening or midday. And I get hungry. And I put out the ingredients. I have music in my ears. I am dancing to the beat. Bopping my entire body. 
and I take out the ingredients, put out the things I use regularly and think, wait, why can't I use that as well? And put it on the table. I have everything lying before me and I put the things out, the pan, the, um, what is it called? Uh, hold on. Sorry about that. The pot, the pan, the pot, the utensils, the spoons, the stirring wood thingies, the cutting board, my favorite knife I cut with. And every time I do something, I can find a way to do it differently. The most recent thing I did was when I do ramen or udon, I don't cut the things into cubes. I cut them into stripes. The meat is in stripes. Noodles are stripes as well the entire time. Noodle form. The ma mushrooms, onions, even bell peppers are all in the form of stripes. Recently I've added a cucumber and I found out that cucumber gets even softer if you add it to soup and boil it. And it takes... It's not just that. The cucumber isn't just a cucumber. It The cucumber is like a sponge for the art you put in. The cucumber reflects your way of cooking because it takes what's in the soup and absorbs it into itself. So a single bite from that cucumber tells you as much about the soup. More than half of the soup is in that cucumber, in that single cucumber bite you take. And combines that and puts it in your mouth in one single shot. And I only found that out recently. I, the stripes, I found out you can grab them much more easily if you use not really forks or a spoon, but sticks, but uh, chopsticks. It's also, I found out new cutting techniques, how to cut things faster. I found new ingredients I love putting in. I You always find something new. And I think even the most immaculate chefs can, if they really enjoy cooking, find something new every single time. Which is why I want you to go out there and cook something great. Put your soul into it. I never understood why people like to cook. Why don't you just buy a prepared meal? Go to Burger King. But you can't feel the love. If I go to Burger King, which I work at, and I make myself a burger, or my colleague makes me a burger because he saw me already and knows what I'm going to order, or here's what I'm going to order, there's much more love in that burger that you can taste. And you can taste if you just pick up a burger without anyone knowing you there. If you make it yourself and you put your love in, you can taste it, feel it, not only in your mouth. You can see the result, how, how much sweat and blood and soul went into that food. My favorite food is soup and you can see that, how I make that. And it's so good to see. And if you share that food with someone who can truly appreciate the taste of food, it's only getting a better couple. And then talking to someone who also likes to make food, it just gets better and better because it's an experience that can be shared only with humans. It's the most human hobby there is. 
Since we all need food, we all need food to survive. We all know how it is to eat. We all know how it is to be hungry in a certain way. We all know how it is to prepare food. If you're still a child, you see your parents preparing that. You see the cooks at restaurants preparing them or knowing that you prepared them. If you're a cook, you prepare them yourself or for your kids. And you can sometimes see the joy in someone's eyes when they eat something that was made with love. You can see how they are happy just to ingest some water with a lot of with some herbs, meat and vegetables in them. And this sharing experience among anyone, you can give anyone your food, is amazing. Which is why my dream for the future is to one day open a restaurant where I make my own food and even feed those that are hungry. I want to feed everyone that is in need and don't want anyone to go hungry. I want to see the soul of the person light up, the eyes glimmer with hope when they consume the food I made with this passion. Which is why I stand for cooking and I wanted you to know how it is to cook, how it is to prepare a meal and why it's important and awesome. Which is why I want you to go out there, grab any ingredients and try. You don't have to be good at it. I want you to try it and feel how it is to cook something. And even if it comes out, not as you want it in the end, you will still feel that you put something in there. It's still something you created and something tangible. And I hope you can reciprocate my feelings towards cooking. And I hope you don't ever give up your dreams because I'm not gonna give up my dreams. We're gonna see each other next time and I'm out. Goodbye.